It's Tuesday, June 13th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Justice Lisa Holder White is the first black woman to serve on the Illinois Supreme Court. I don't pat myself on the back. What I think about is how blessed I am to be the person who actually has this opportunity. Holder White reflects on her first year on the state's highest court in just a few minutes. A former St. Louis alderman is accused of working with a local businessman to defraud an insurance company. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the federal case against Brandon Bosley. In 2021, Bosley purchased a Toyota Prius from a local businessman for well below market value. The car was damaged in a crash about five months later, and the other driver's insurance company eventually contacted Bosley. Prosecutors allege that Bosley worked with that businessman to inflate the estimate to repair the vehicle in an effort to have it totaled. When the insurance company raised questions, the two men adjusted the estimate to a lower but still inflated amount. Bosley eventually received a check for nearly $8,000. The three counts of wire fraud relate to the inflated repair estimates and the eventual payout. Bosley was elected to replace his father on the board in 2017, but he failed to win re-election in March. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Catholic churches in St. Louis that appealed recent changes to the organization of the archdiocese are now playing the waiting game. Parishes affected by all things new had until yesterday to postmark a letter of appeal to Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky. He has 30 days to respond. If he fails to or rejects the appeals, affected parishes then have 15 days to appeal to the Vatican in Rome. St. Rock Catholic Church in the Skinker to Bolivar neighborhood is trying to stop a takeover by a parish in University City. Parish Council President Mike Stevens says the appeal was an easy choice. We're really a pillar of evangelization in the community, and if the church teaching is to evangelize, it should remain open, and that really drives why we want to get in front of the archbishop and appeal this decree. Fifty parishes were affected by the reorganization. Some will merge and create new parishes. Others will be taken over entirely. Planned Parenthood of Illinois has seen a 54% spike in patients seeking abortion care since Roe v. Wade was overturned last year. Mawa Iqbal has more. Nearly 25% of patients traveled from states with abortion restrictions, mostly Indiana and Wisconsin. In addition, CEO Jennifer Welch says the number of -of out-of-state patients needing financial assistance more than doubled since before Roe fell. The nonprofit provided over $1.5 million in support over the past year. We are really trying to meet the patient's needs so that cost isn't a barrier to care on top of the ban or restriction that their state has put into place. Welch says Planned Parenthood is now looking to expand gender-affirming care as surrounding states restrict it. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Illinois is the first state in the nation to withhold grant funding from public libraries if they ban books. Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a measure requiring public and school libraries to adhere to the American Library Association's Bill of Rights. Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Genulius, who oversees library grants, says this is the time to take a stand. We are reaching the point where hate speech is protected, but the simple act of reading a book is a restricted right. It's honestly hard and deeply disheartening to figure out how we got to this point. The new law takes effect January 1st. It did not receive any support from Republican lawmakers who said it removes local control from duly elected library boards. Seeing a baby deer alone in your backyard this time of year is not uncommon. 
St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Holleran reports many concerned citizens mistakenly believe newborn fawns have been abandoned. Their mothers will leave them alone for up to 24 hours to keep them safe from predators and search for food. But that doesn't mean baby deer are in danger. Kim Rutledge is the executive director of the Wildlife Rescue Center in Baldwin. She says mothers will pick a place to leave their fawns while they're gone. The safe place that she chooses might be your yard or your front porch or right in front of your garage door. Like these are all things that we have seen. But if the deer, if the fawn is laying still and quiet, that's completely normal and totally healthy. Rutledge says even in emergency situations when a mother doesn't come back, other deer in the area will adopt the fawn. So she says the safest thing to do is let them sleep peacefully. I'm Lily Halloran, St. Louis Public Radio. Justice Lisa Holder White is the first black woman to serve on the Illinois Supreme Court. She took her seat nearly a year ago. Reporter Rich Egger spoke with Justice Holder White at McDonough County's Lincoln Day dinner where she was a guest speaker. Holder White says her biggest adjustment has been taking on the administrative duties of a Supreme Court justice. There are many committees, boards, and commissions that come under the auspices of the court to say nothing of the fact that we have supervisory authority over all of the courts in the state of Illinois as far as the state courts. And so we have duties related to filling judgeships at the circuit court level, at the appellate court level. We have duties related to supervising attorneys, the attorney disciplinary and uh, committee. Uh, we have to deal with that. Also, we have the Commission on Professional professionalism, access to justice, mental health committee, all types of committees that look to us for guidance and that we have to ensure are operating correctly so that, you know, the citizens of the state of Illinois can receive justice. Do you feel any extra pressure sort of being the last stop, at least in the state, in terms of justice? You know, obviously what we do is very important and, you know, we are the final arbiter in many instances as the state's highest court. I don't feel pressure, but I feel an immense amount of responsibility and I welcome that. I think that those who are serving in a position such as myself, we should feel a strong sense of responsibility and an obligation to get it right and to do our best to make sure that we are following the law and providing justice to the citizens of the Illinois. You are also a trailblazer, the first black woman on the Illinois Supreme Court. Uh, can you talk about that? What uh, you know, role you may play for younger people interested in law? Well, I tell you, when I think about being the first black woman on the Supreme Court of Illinois, I don't pat myself on the back. What I think about is how blessed I am to be the person who actually has this opportunity. It's pretty incredible. And I hope that I can serve as an example to young people of all races, um, how that you can achieve things if you work hard and dedicate yourself and believe in yourself and also you know, have a mindset of service, wanting to help others and wanting to do something to make a difference in your community. Where does that come from for you? 
absolutely from my parents. My parents are from Cairo, Illinois, in southern Illinois. They relocated to Decatur, Illinois, where I was born and raised in the 60s, so my dad could get work at a local foundry, and my mom worked clerical jobs and then became a beautician and had her own beauty shop. So I'm the middle girl of three girls in my family, and growing up, you know, I saw my parents work very hard and they had a strong sense of commitment to the community, to the church, and they raised us three girls to believe in ourselves and to know the importance of giving back to others and being honest and forthright and, and being a good person and making a difference. Before your time on the bench, you worked as both a prosecutor and as a defense attorney. Uh, does that help prepare you to be a judge, to have seen things from both sides? Absolutely. I uh, mentioned that I'm born and raised in Decatur, Illinois, and I really think that after law school, going back to my hometown and serving my community in so many capacities as an attorney and as a judge really gives me a unique perspective. I'm, I think, well-rounded, and I've seen, as you said, the criminal justice system from all different types of uh, views, and so I think that helps me to do a good job on the court. That was Illinois Supreme Court Justice Lisa Holder White speaking with reporter Rich Egger. After being appointed to the state's highest court last year, her seat in the Fourth Judicial Circuit will be up for election next year. A sprawling 41 county district includes Quincy in Adams County and stretches south to Calhoun and Jersey counties in the Metro East. Our Brian Moline helped edit that report. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.